Welcome to the Apple A Day podcast. My name is Michelle Apples, and I am so honored and privileged to be your host. If you don't know me, I am the founder of the Christian Singles Hub. At the Christian Singles Hub, we believe in empowering Christian singles with the resources they need to put their faith in action, grow towards greatness, and to date with purpose. We do this in a variety of ways from retreats, trips, community, workshops, courses, speed dating events, service projects, monthly challenges, Bible studies. We offer personalized matchmaking services and so much more. You can check all of that out at our website at thechristiansingleshub.com. We stand on the verse Matthew 6, seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness and knowing everything else will be added on to us. We know here at the Christian Singles Hub that healthy relationships only come from healthy individuals. So we want to help equip you right here or right now in your season of singleness and leave a legacy for generations to come by helping people become the greatest version of themselves now. Would you join me every Wednesday as we dig deep, we get real, and we talk about all of the things to help us steward our singleness better. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Michelle Apples, and we have so much going on in the community. And so if you don't know all the events, all the things that we have going on, check out our website at thechristiansingleshub.com and you'll be able to see everything that we have going on up and coming in the current months to come. And so today's episode is going to be a little bit different than we normally do. Typically, I have a guest on or I'll do an episode myself, but we had a topic planned, but this week I wanted to do something different because I was able to kind of see firsthand what a girlfriend of mine went through in this past week. And it really gave me this idea for this topic to just unpack it because I think a lot of people are lost when it comes to certain things about dating um, and how to navigate certain things. And I think a lot of people could learn from her experience and what she went through. So this past week, a girlfriend had told me that she was talking to this guy online and they were talking for about two weeks and he had asked her to come visit him and it was long distance and she said no uh, you would have to come visit me first so he came to visit her and planned to come from Monday to Friday he was gonna stay for the week and there wasn't really much communication around it and so I was watching sort of firsthand what she went through and just different things that really happen throughout the week. And I know long distance is something people ask about all the time. They want to know how to do it, what boundaries to set, what communication looks like, and so many other things. So I wanted to unpack her experience because I think a lot of people could learn some valuable lessons when it comes to long distance dating. I personally myself love long distance relationships and dating. I know that's not everyone's cup of tea, but I think it's a great way to get to know each other and with this day and age of technology, it has now become way easier to long distance date. So I just sort of wanted to unpack. So basically, he came in and he ended up getting a hotel. But previously, before he got in, he had mentioned to her that he does not go into a woman's house. And that was his boundary that he was setting. And she was like, great. But then he kind of joked around of, of coming to stay at her house. And so, 
that in itself was apparently a test that he was seeing where she was at to make sure they were equally yoked, which to me seems so unfair because why are you testing someone before ever even getting to know them? And so that was, you know, red flag kind of number one. Don't put each other to test. You don't know each other well enough to sort of test people out. Is You get to know them. You get to know their heart. You ask questions. You discover. But don't go putting people to a test. I think it's just unfair. And I think it's just not leading with love. Next thing. So he came in. It was a Monday morning. So her schedule is she works Monday to Friday. And that was made clear before he came into town. Now his only agenda coming into town was to spend time with her. So him coming Monday to Friday was, in my eyes, a very bad idea. Because if he has nothing else that he's here for, he's not trying to explore, he's not trying to visit, he's not trying to see things or meet people or whatever that looks like, his expectation is going to be rely fully on her. And it's going to put the pressure on her to be more available when she works Monday to Friday, nine to five or whatever her schedule demands in a day. And so that was sort of red flag number two, if you would call them red flags. I think it's just, hey, this is what is advisable. And so if one person is working Monday to Friday and you're coming in Monday to Friday to see them, you should A, probably not come for Monday to Friday because you're not going to get a lot of time with that person. You don't have any other plans. It's going to put a lot of pressure on someone as the host to feel like they have to entertain you. And I think you need to be clear on that expectation and really communicate that and not just communicate it in like, oh, great, you have to work, but actually detailed communication because it is easy for someone to assume like me where my schedule is more flexible because I own my own business, where someone else who works for a company, their schedule isn't going to be so flexible. So if I say, oh, yeah, I work Monday to Friday, some people may look at me and say, oh, well, yeah, but your schedule is flexible, whereas her schedule is not so much. And so really being able to detailed, clearly explain those expectations and what that looks like. Because for example, with her job, she doesn't really know the demands of the day until the day of. So she may be working until the evening. She may be getting off early. And so she doesn't really know what that looks like. So it would have been more beneficial for both of them if he would have came in Friday to Sunday rather than Monday to Friday when she's busy at work because it definitely added so much pressure on her in this expectation of, oh, I have to entertain someone or, oh, I feel guilty and I feel bad that now I have this work thing come up and there's an emergency at work and I have to be here for it and this guy's waiting for me at his hotel room. He doesn't know anyone else. He's not here doing anything else. And so really look at what does that schedule look like? And this was something I had mentioned to her going even before he came was like, hey, what are your boundaries and what are those expectations and have you guys communicated them? Because if he's coming in for five whole days and expecting you to be with him every single day, that's a lot on a person who doesn't know you very well, has never met you before. It's like, you know, usually you get to go on one date with someone or maybe two and make a decision whether or not you want want to continue to get to know them. Whereas now you're stuck with this person for five whole days. And that's a lot for not knowing someone. So advice number three would just be like, look at the dates you're coming. Look at how long you're going. I think five days is way too long. If you don't know
know them. There's no foundation built. You've only been talking for a couple weeks. You have no idea unless the best scenario you can do in a long distance is make a trip out of that for yourself and include them in your plan. So, hey, I'm going to go have a girl's trip in this place, but then the one night I'm going to go and see them, I'm going to go spend time with them. You know, that would have been more advisable than someone coming to spend five whole days with a complete stranger and expecting them to host them the whole time. And so the Monday that he got in, he had asked her to pick him up from the airport. And this was one of those things that I was like, that's really strange to me because now he's asking you to pick him up. A, he's a stranger. You don't know anything about this guy, but also it's a middle of your work day. And now you're going out of your way. You're leaving work, which then delayed her getting off of work on time. And he was staying at a hotel near the airport. So he could have just gotten an Uber or a Lyft or taxi or something to get to his hotel. So she goes and picks him up. Well, it turns out he can't check into his hotel. So now she's like, I don't really know what to do because I have to go to work. So it put this weird pressure and expectation on her of, okay, well, I guess I'll just go grab my work stuff and I'll go to a coffee shop. And so she did that, but it was just this weird expectation entertainment, right? And so really being clear about, hey, I'm going to have to work during this day and setting those boundaries for yourself. Because even if you think like, I know it's so easy to be like, oh, it's not a big deal. I'll just leave work for an hour and go pick someone up. By the end of five days, you continuously doing that, you are going to be so frustrated at the end that there's not a chance that this dating relationship is going to go anywhere because that frustration will build every day because you haven't set those boundaries of, hey, this is when I'm available. This is when I'm not. And so having those clear expectations, not only for your time together, but for yourself and what that looks like so that that frustration doesn't build along the way. Now, another thing I want to bring up is when he was here, he had this expectation that because he came to the city she lived in, he flew here, he got a hotel, that that meant she was the host and she was paying for everything. Now that was not communicated ahead of time. So therefore, it was just this expectation on her to pay for everything. And obviously, she didn't expect that. And so that's another area that obviously now you just feel weird and a little resentful to this person because you barely know them and now you're paying their way for you're hosting their dinners you're paying for them and you don't really know them and maybe that's not your standard or not what you're used to and so not being clear on hey because you flew to my city I'll take care of dinner or hey I'm flying there I'm putting up money for a hotel for the plane ticket would you mind covering the dinners if I decide to come you know and and ask it as a question, not as an expectation. Because if you're putting an expectation on someone they don't have, it's not going to feel good to that other person. And so that was another thing. And not only just the the financial aspect of it, but also it was the, hey, I'm coming to your city. Now you have to figure out what we're doing every day. You need to host me. You need to make the plans. You need to tell us where we're going. And so that was also very like taken back because a lot of times as women, we look at men to lead. And if they're not leading, it kind of makes us feel, whoa, like this feels different. And so, hey, that's fine if that's 
the expectation, or it could have been a matter of a question, not a, hey, I'm expecting you to do this. I think that is such a different way of approach. Like, hey, I'd love to do A, B, and C. Do you have any suggestions since you live in the city? Or, hey, I'd love to go to a great Mexican restaurant. Do you have any suggestions because this is your city? And being able to be creative. I mean, Google exists for a reason. And so if you can't take the time to say, hey, I want to come get to know you, but I also don't mind contributing to the planning instead of, hey, I'm going to show up. Now it's your turn. You host me. And so that was sort of the expectation going into this five days together. So by day one, obviously, you know, her having to miss work, go pick him up, shuttle him around. And then this now she's paying for everything and she didn't expect that. So now it's like, I I now have four more days with this guy. And this is what my current scenario and situation is. And so this is really why I wanted to unpack it because it's going to lead to frustration. It's going to lead to uncomfortable conversations. And it's going to lead to ultimately not having success in dating when you're dating long distance. And long distance can be tricky because you have to communicate and you have to communicate more effectively than if you're dating someone local and you say, hey, let's just go to the movie and we can just figure out who pays when we get there. Very different than someone coming for five days and expecting you to host them, plan everything, pay for everything. And it puts a lot of pressure on both parties because obviously he came into town, he paid for a flight, he paid for a hotel for five days. That's a lot of money to be dishing out on someone you don't know. And so, you know, it's it's a pressure on both parties. And so another, you know, example of something that came up was he'd make comments on her clothing. You know, one of the days he had come to her house when she was working from home. Obviously, I work from home too. Half the time, I'm not well put together. I'm in sweatpants, baggy shirts. Like, I don't look good. If I don't have to go somewhere, I'm probably not getting ready until I do have to go somewhere. And so this was her circumstances, her situation. She was working from home. She just had thrown on whatever. And he comments on it and being like, hey, you're going to change before we leave, right? And like texted this to her rather than even talk to her, which felt weird. And then she kind of responded with, well, what is it that you want me to wear? And he was like, well, it would be better if you weren't wearing three different colors of something you already wore yesterday. So it was very like this attitude. Don't come into someone else's house and start trying to control what they're doing because it's not going to work out well. You're in my space. My space is supposed to be safe and now you're making me feel controlled and that isn't okay. Another thing was that he went out and bought her a pair of shoes, which is amazing. It's lovely. Great gesture. But when he came back to her house, he tried to throw out her other shoes because he didn't like them. So he tried to replace her shoes, throw out her shoes that she didn't want to get rid of without her noticing. And so again, don't come into my space and start commenting on things, start moving things, start getting rid of things. This is my safe haven and I need to feel like I can be me in it. And if I don't feel like that when you're around, that's going to cause conflict. You know, there was some other comments about the dogs, about the dog hair on her clothes. Again, don't come into my space and make me feel judged, make me feel unsafe, make me feel controlled. It's not going to end well. And this is not me ragging just on the behavior that this guy had shown when he was here. It was a matter of, hey, this was 
was not communicated ahead of time, which is the responsibility of both parties. I'm not saying he is the only one who needed to communicate, but if you don't communicate thoroughly before entering in a situation like this, it's gonna build up to frustration. And that's exactly what happened. So by the end of these five days, you know, there was so much just bubbling over and it just came out in an outburst. And instead, all of that could have been avoided with realistic expectations, really communicating and communicating effectively in long distance. And, you know, even getting to know each other more than just two weeks. I think if you get to know someone more than two weeks, you'll be able to know, hey, I have a lot in common with this person or hey, I don't think I have a lot in common with this person. Another thing um, that happened during that week was there was a lot of comments made about how women shouldn't be working these big careers and doing things like that. And so it was always, it always felt to her as if he was judging because obviously she has a career and it's that judgmental piece again. It's like you came here and you expected me to pay everything, but now you're going to criticize the fact that I have a well-paying career as a woman. And so there was a lot of things to unpack about this week experience that she had, or there was, you know, comments, oh, can I just maybe spend the night? And when he had already set his boundary, even before, it's like, hey, if you've already set your boundary, you need to stick with it and you need to be firm in it. And I think too, it's like create those expectations, communicate effectively, but also being able to be flexible to it as well, where, you know, she might have said, hey, I do work nine to five. And one day she might have to work nine to seven. And it's like, well, that's my day to day. And I don't expect that my day to day is going to be like this. And so there's a lot to unpack. And I hope that maybe you guys gained some insight into this experience. I want to know if this has ever happened to you or what your experience has been when it's come to long distance dating and relationships. How do you communicate effectively? How do you create those expectations of what that's going to look like? And how, how have you navigated this before? Because I definitely know it can be hard to navigate it. Or, you know, I've had a past experience with long distance dating where the expectations were communicated. It was a matter of, hey, how often we're gonna, are we going to see each other? The other person said, I'm going to see you every day. And then that didn't happen. And I was kind of left hanging because they had communicated that I was going to see them so often. And instead of me being able to go out and make other plans and do other things that I would have loved to do because I'm a very independent person, it was me waiting on this other person because they had set that expectation. And so I think it's like being realistic in those expectations. Hey, if you know you work every day, are you going to see them every single night? How far away are they staying from you? Is it realistic to see them every single night if they're here for a longer period of time? You know, and that's why even in the beginning stages, when you're just getting to know someone, the quicker trips are going to be the way to go. Unless, like I said, you're going somewhere and you have another agenda, you have other plans, you have other things you want to do. And that person is just an add on to that rather than, hey, I'm building this whole trip around you 
And my expectation is we're going to spend all this time together, even though we don't know each other and we're two completely different people, strangers coming together to see if we connect. And so I really wanted to unpack this today because I know that long distance can be challenging and I know that communication can be hard. It can be hard to bring up stuff like, hey, who's paying when you come to visit? But honestly, get getting those things on the table before the person even comes to see you is going to create a lot less havoc and confusion and weirdness than when they come and it's just this weird expectation that no one has communicated effectively. And so I hope that this helped you maybe a little bit today or maybe you got some tips for what to do in the future or maybe you're currently dating someone long distance and you're trying to figure out how to navigate it. And this was not me trying to say this guy did everything wrong and he's a bad person. Not at all. This is me saying, hey, this is a realistic situation that happened that made someone feel very uncomfortable with the things that happened during that week. How do we avoid them? How do we navigate long distance dating in a healthy way and create boundaries for ourselves? If we we can't create boundaries with us and another person, if we haven't created boundaries within ourselves and knowing, for example, myself as a very independent person. I know going and having this expectation that I have to spend five evenings of one whole week with someone I don't know is not going to be healthy for the type of person that I am because I know I'm going to get frustrated that I have to spend every single evening with this person that I talked to for two weeks because that's how I operate. That's how I function. And so to really know yourself best first, hey, what's going to frustrate me before this this gentleman had even come, she had told me that, you know, she got really frustrated because he had this expectation of, hey, they have to talk on the phone every single day. And that's not her communication style. I don't need to talk to you on the phone every single evening because I'm a very social person and I want to go out there and do things and hang out with other people and do things in real life rather than be on the phone with you every single day. And so knowing your own boundaries and what works with you is going to be able to create those healthy conversations to now know the boundaries you have to set between you and another person. And so like for me, a lot of times when someone wants to wants to meet me, it's like, hey, a bunch of us are going for brunch. Why don't you come join us? And then whatever happens, happens after that. And I can tell really quickly if someone can vibe with my friends, if they fit in and then, hey, you know, let's make plans after that. Or, you know, hey, let's go do something one-on-one, but, you know, for a shorter period of time. And then see how that goes. And so knowing yourself, creating boundaries for yourself, and then being able to create boundaries between the two of you in a situation like that. So I hope you guys maybe got some insight from today. Um, Let us know what you thought about today's podcast, any feedback, any comments, questions, concerns. We'd love to hear from you. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll see you back here next week for another episode of Annapolis a Day. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of An Apple A Day Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to like it, subscribe, or maybe even send it to a friend. It helps us so much. If you're single, make sure to check out our website at thechristiansingleshub.com and sign up for our e-newsletter so you're up to date with all our events, our retreats, our courses, workshops, and so much more. Or you can join our exclusive community at community.thechristiansingleshub.com. We 
absolutely love to hear from our listeners. So feel free to reach out to our Instagram account at the Christian Singles Hub, or you can reach me directly at Michelle Apples. We would love to talk to you. We would love to hear your thoughts or answer any questions you may have. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another episode of An Apple a Day. And in the meantime, we love you, God bless you, and the best is yet to come.